Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Heart of Giants Nation, the man who asked the tough questions of James Betcher and Pat Shermer, Chris Bisignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to give a thank you and a shout out to the Media Captain for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain, Jason Parks, is a big time Giants fan. And we'll love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit TheMediaCaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's TheMediaCaptain.com. Twitter account, at TheMediaCaptain. Nice question there, buddy. You uh, let off uh, the James Betcher session yesterday. Was, uh, uh, you know, again, uh, kind of a sense of pride with you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, wow, I know him. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow, well, I know him. <laughs> but he, he asked, like, you know, he, well, a guy who's not afraid to ask questions uh, the way you did. So um, I don't know if you want to... Uh, if for those of you who didn't see it, Chris, do you want to uh, talk about that and, and James Beckham's oh, answer? Know, it's, it's a lot of, listen, uh, it's a lot of frustration, Jerry. You know, you have a <clears throat> number one pick in DeAndre Baker, and uh, you know, and you look at him and after ten games, you say, "How the hell is this guy number one pick?" To yeah. be honest with you, yeah. And then you see him putting stuff on tape, giving half, half, you know, what efforts yeah. and tackling guys, and then coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, I got to give a better effort than that." And um, can't cover anybody. I think he's the dead last in ranking PFF wise for corners. Um, that's amazing. That's tough. Being, to do. You know, uh, being around him doesn't seem like it really phases him too much. Um, so, you know, all of us, not just me, the rest of the media and the fan base and everybody else that, you know, is thinking about giants every Sunday and during the week, like we all are is sick and tired of hearing about how everybody's improving and we're a few plays away and execution and uh, this guy's working hard and that guy's working hard, but it's not showing on the field. So, you know, when I see a, a Baker kid who's looks like he's getting worse and worse, but then tops it off with that ridiculous effort against the Jets, that one play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Betcher's going to go out there, you know, every week and say this and that. And I understand he's not going to stand out there and throw the kid under the bus, but... I thought I thought his answer was long-winded and absolutely useless. It was you know, like everything else. I mean, I know. just thought I, I sat there listening to his answer, like, "Wow, you need you need lessons in public relations or something." Well, you know, Betch is yeah. That's just the way Betch. He answers like that all the time. Oh God, it was he said nothing. He went on for two minutes and said nothing. Yeah, you know, he's got to get better A, B, and C, and all that. I wanted to say, yeah, coach, he's not getting better at A, B, or C. Well, he also said he tries hard. You know, he's, he's he understands his mistakes. Okay. Yeah, good. yeah, whatever. So we'll see how he finishes it up. But right now, that's why I said to Betch, I said, you know, this was a guy that Gettleman moved back in the first. You heard that, right? Yeah, Jerry? yeah, I heard it. Yep. Yeah, this was a guy that Gettleman moved back in the first round for. Uh, you know, what are we looking at here? You, you know? pointed it out right away uh, in, in, part of the, uh, in the first part of the question. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, Jerry, we're 10 games in, and there's absolutely no hope right now, no progress at all with this football team. And that's, that's, uh, that's, and, some, that's uh, really something. You know, so. That's really something. I mean, you're around the team. Um, <clears throat> I, think, I think people listening, we're not trying to be doom and gloom, guys. We really aren't. We're, we're trying to be... <clears throat> Some kind of uh, you know, someone entertaining, so you can continue to listen, but also trying to take positive aspects and look forward and see, all right, where 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 can we build around? What can we do going into next year? But when you hear that, right, like you're around the team all the time, and you say, 
that that it's the same old, same old, and that you don't know where we're going. It's really disheartening. I'm not joking. I mean, it, it's yeah, yeah. sick. It's almost uh, sickening. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, listen, Jerry, there's six games left, and you're hoping that um, the arrow is points up and they finish strong, right? Yeah. Against some good clubs coming in now. I know the Giants don't have six week games. They have starting with the Bears, you know, and then you got the uh, the Eagles twice and Green oh. Bay and all what? Oh, I just said sorry. Eagles twice and Green Bay and all that. So oh, yeah. you know, you got some games where if you play really well, win a few of them, maybe. I mean, I know that's like a like a forbidden word now, it seems like, but actually win a few. Um, and you look and you say to yourself, okay, you know. These guys have turned, you know, a lot of these guys have started to turn this corner and they're looking up and uh, everything's looking good. Listen, Jones has been really good, Jerry, except for the turnovers. Yeah. The yeah. fumbles, I should say. And, um, you know, um, so he's a positive, you know. He was why I would watch if, you know, yeah, I mean, we're, yeah. we're obviously insane fans and we have a different aspect to, to watch this team uh, as far as covering it goes. But, no, I, he's the one, he's 80% of why Giant fans should watch yeah, listen, Jerry, this kid's putting up some kind of numbers, you know, uh, for a rookie, dude. Yeah. He really is, you know. Um, but we talked about this before. Um, the turnovers has to stop Yeah. fast. Yeah. And, you know, Jerry, um, we're printing next Sunday, right, the paper? Yes, sir. Yep. Um, and, you know, I wrote a whole article about it, about, you know, he's got that honeymoon grace now. He's a rookie. Okay. Yeah. But he can't keep doing this no. as far as turnovers. And, you know, I, I put it, you'll see, Jerry, you know, you, it'll be the next issue. Like a guy told me, you know, I'm not going to name him. An offensive player told me, listen, we love this kid, you know? Yeah. But can't keep turning the ball over because that honeymoon grace is over next year. Uh, it puts the team, it puts the, especially the defense in difficult situations and it's not going to fly Jerry. You no, understand it's not. What I'm it's, it's a downer. So, it, it's a, it's a real downer, right. so, but, but um, he can improve there. I mean, uh, yes. And, and I expect him to Jerry. Yeah. All I'm saying is that he's going to have to start cutting that down big time the last six games. And of course, 2020, you know, because no matter how many touchdowns, you know, Jerry, you can, you know, you could throw for 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns and all that. But if you're turning the ball over two, three times a game, two, three, four, I mean, that's, Forget it. Really, that's not gonna. You know, that's not gonna fly. Dude. That's so. why. His, that's why his offensive stats, I think, are flying under the radar. I, I think he he's within striking yeah. distance of, of being the the all time leader in rookie quarterbacks for touchdowns. Yeah, which, yeah, which yeah. I imagine. You know what, dude? I imagine over the next few years that record's probably gonna be broken. You know, 10, 12 times. Right? <laughs> like, I could just see it happening with a, the passing league that it is now, and it's not as rookie quarterbacks get more acclimated, it seems, quickly. Now, he did miss the yeah. first two games, so it's impressive if he breaks Baker Mayfield's record. would also be nice just because can't stand Baker Mayfield. But I could totally see, like, you know, a kid comes out next year and, and threatens it. Following year, another kid, or maybe right, two right. kids from the next one. So, um, but there's a lot to look forward – there's a lot to be happy about with him and look forward to with his career. Yeah. And it's the fumbles and the turnovers that are – causing you to not notice everything else he's doing really well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so listen, uh, the kid has got a lot of talent, man. And, and, and he's definitely the future of this franchise, you know, but that was just, you know, that's just one issue that you hope you, you like, we talked about what do you want to look for the last six games? That's one of them, Jerry, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's cut down these turnovers. 
Yeah. Okay. Let's yep. get more aware in that pocket. And it's not all Jones's fault. Don't get me wrong. All right. Sure. But it, you know, ultimately it falls on the quarterback with a turnover when he has a turnover and he has to secure, he has to do tighten up some stuff. Yep. You know? Um, so that's one thing you're going to look for the last six games among other things that we'll get into, you know? So, um, Starting with the Bears in a couple of days. Yeah, I was going to give you two names, and I want your mm. thoughts on both guys because uh, I have I have a lot of opinions on both of them. Uh, Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. Hmm. I mean, where are you I with, have with mixed both feelings guys? with Shep? I have mixed feelings with Shep. Yeah. Right. Um, because they're two and eight. Um, and you hate to see this guy suffer another concussion. Yeah, I agree. In a two and eight season now. I, I get the flip side. He's getting paid. He should be out there when he's healthy. And I, I understand that. I get that. You know, I'm not going to – people who say that, I'm not going to say, well, you're wrong. No way. Right. He is getting paid a lot of money to play football. When he's healthy, he should be out there. The only X, I guess, so-called X fact that I'm bringing into this is that they're 2-8. and eight, Yeah. And it's like, okay, why don't we just sit him out the rest of the year? No, right. Um, because this isn't a high ankle that's getting better like Saquon. This is a head injury. Yep. You know, yeah. so uh, I have I put it on Twitter before. I have mixed feelings about it. You know, a lot of people are like, no, he should be playing. Most people are like, no, sit him out, right? <laughs> I'm I'm in that I'm in that. How camp. you feel about? I, that? I'm I'm in that camp. Sit him out. I know you don't want to you don't want to send Daniel Jones out into battle with no weapons, right? I mean, Engram's out already, and and if you take Shepard out, it's like, all right, who's left, right? Um, but I mean, this is the kid's career. He's had two concussions this year, very close together. I mean, are we really going to risk him getting a third this year? And then he's done. I, 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 I could imagine he gets one more concussion. It's like, is he even going to play ever again? I don't see the use. Uh, like you said, they're two and eight. I, if he's healthy, okay. But based on what's happened already, it's a scary thing, man. He should have yeah. never come back for the second one. Um, it, it, you know, there, there's a picture of him on the on the giant sidelines in the Viking game with his head turned, the helmet turned sideways, and. It just it looked scary. It, it looked ugly, and I, I don't. I think he played after that. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I would sit him. I'm with you, and I'm with the giant fans who say sit him. I'm all about earning your money, but let's get this kid healthy for next year because this year's a abject failure and a disaster anyway. Yeah, yeah. And as far as what, who was the other name you wanted to use? Oh, Evan Ingram. I mean, this is Evan yeah. Ingram, right? Yeah, and I'll, I'll start. I'll start this one, right? This Go kid ahead. has a ton of potential. But the one thing, you know, you said early in the year, it's one thing to drop the drop the ball. He's, he's improved there, but he's still inconsistent. But he's got to be healthy, and he's just not. He can't get healthy. And I yeah. just feel like if we keep him, he's going to continue to be this injured guy who has a ton of potential but doesn't play often. But I swear if we get rid of him, he doesn't turn into Travis Kelsey or whoever else we say. Zachary, <laughs> right. like, I, I, right. I feel like we can't win. And it's he's one of the, the you know the Jerry Reese draft picks where you know Gettleman's looking at him saying, can we win with him? Well, I mean, obviously you can't win with anybody right now because we haven't won. But I don't know what to do with him, man. He is such an enigma, man. Yeah, he really is because, like you said, Jerry, he has so much talent, man. But he's been banged up. Um, and now you're looking at it like that. Like, does this kid get a second contract with the Giants, man? I don't know. You know? Oh, I, I, it's, I, th- I, I lean towards uh, no. I, I was just gonna say, if I, you know, if you, you, you're gonna ask me, I'm leaning towards no. You know, uh, and then you know what's gonna happen. He'll probably go to, you know, somewhere else and probably have 90 catches. Yeah, Dallas. 
He'll be another yeah. Dallas tight end who gets right. nine touchdowns against right. us. Right. Witten will finally will retire and he'll slide right in there. You know? <laughs> that's um, that's a danger with him, though. He's going to go somewhere else and do well. So, yeah. But listen, these are the tough decisions that Gettleman's going to have to make. Um, well, next him, next uh, year will be make it or break it, right? He was drafted in 17. Yeah. So yeah. next year is his make or break year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens with him, you know. So uh, it's it's so tough, Jerry, because the kid is so much talent, man. It really, yeah, is. and he's a good kid too. Good kid. Oh yeah, great guy, man. Great yeah, guy. Yeah, yep. not a, not an idiot, you know. Um, nope. Short of one stupid celebration, his first touchdown. That was it. After that, nothing. So um, Nate Solder also had a concussion protocol, and I'm just naming these these guys um, because I, I just I don't want the Giants to go in and get Daniel Jones injured Sunday. I, I <laughs> yeah, seriously, I mean that Bear defense is is aggressive and talented. Um, right. you know, the year they've had is because their quarterback is, I think, terrible. Uh, I'm not saying anything too earth shattering there. Um, but I, I want him to at least be protected and, and not go in with nothing. So Nate Solder's back who, Hey, look, we, we complain about him, but when you saw Eric Smith out there, I think everybody was wanting Nate Solder to come back. Um, so that should help. I mean, that should help Jones, but it's going to be a tough one for him this week, man. They're going to get after him. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it, man. You know, uh, you know that Khalil Mack guy is pretty good, and they yeah. got you know they got some other guys up there. You know, um, so listen, this is a really good test for Jones against a top ten defense. Um, that, like you said, Jeffrey, that's real aggressive. They yeah. haven't had the takeaways this year, but yeah. <laughs> the Eddie Jacksons <laughs> and the Kyle Fullers and you know the Ha Ha Clinton Dix is there. The potential is there. And and um, and Prince Amukamara is so, playing well. And Prince is playing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he is playing pretty good. Chris, um, it's, it's it's a theme with us too, man. And and yeah, maybe we get into it now a little bit. And I know you have a lot of opinions on it. Yep. And these guys leave here, and they stink here, and they go somewhere else, and they're serviceable to pretty good. Hey, I, I'm gonna tell you another name, Jerry. You ready? Yeah. Eli Apple. Well, I was gonna say it. I was just gonna say it, it was on the tip of my tongue. He's not yeah. bad, right? He's playing pretty good oh, for the Saints, man. Man, I've been watching him, and especially with Latimer. Latimer's been out. Uh, he was out last week, and he's questionable for Sunday. But he's been banged up uh, last few weeks, and he, last week he missed. But Apple was the man, you know. Um, and I hate to tell you, bud. But Eli Apple's playing pretty good, man. No, over he, there is. In New he is. He is. These guys. Now, it makes of... you wonder, Jerry. I think that's what you were leading into, right? Yeah. It makes you wonder what kind of coaching have we had in this organization the last, right, four years or so? Four or five years. That guys coming here as number one picks, leaving, <laughs> and you know having playing pretty well, man. I mean, um, Eric Flowers is a serviceable guard now. No, I know the Redskins are a dumpster yeah. fire. But yeah. he's hanging in. He's hanging in there. You right. Know? Um, and Eli Apple's a disaster here. Disaster. Right? Uh, Prince was okay, right? Prince just never lived up to the 11th overall pick yeah. or whatever he was, 10th right. overall pick. Right, right. Um, so, and you look at some of these guys, and they leave here, and they become very, I shouldn't say very good, but good football players. Good, man. right. Good enough. Much better than when they were in blue. Right. And you say to yourself, what the hell? is going on in these meetings on the field, detail-wise, technique-wise, that these coaches are doing. Yeah, like I'm I, sorry, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I look at Will Hernandez. I swear if Will Hernandez was in New England or somewhere else with a good offensive line coach, he'd be a pro bowler. I, I'm not I'm trying I'm trying not to come down 
so hard on, on every aspect of this team right now, but the coaching, man, we keep talking about it. Like what, like you said, dude, what are they learning? Mm -hmm. What the hell is going on in the classroom? Why is their technique so bad, so piss poor? But um, it's it's a huge concern, man. It's it's like we can't. It's it's not only are we missing on draft picks, we're just not developing our talent. Like I don't know, maybe BJ Hill's good, maybe Lorenzo Carter should be better, but we're not developing these guys, and it's uh, it's it's a, it's another thing that's just alarming right now, buddy. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, it's very frustrating, man. You know, it's very frustrating. It really is. So. um you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. A lot of, you know, some of it's the players, some of it's what the hell they're being taught, man. I'm sorry, yeah. you know? Yep. I'm sorry, man, but there's some guys, you know, that you look at when they leave here and you say, well, they didn't do that here. Right. With the Giants, you know? Right. What the hell's going on, you know? So, Jerry, you know, they've been a, this has been a losing team for years now. Yeah. Since 2011, except for that one fluke year in 16, which is – Kind of like an asterisk now, right? I mean, oh, totally, totally, yeah. Um, and by the way, what happened that year too? That's just been the joke of jokes—the stupid boat trip. I mean, that's all you think about 2016. The yeah. Boat trip. yeah. So, um, I don't know, dude. Uh, Sherman's. Uh, listen, I, 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 if you ask you right now, I think Sherman's gone. Yeah. But he's gonna have six games, you know, after the buy now to see what happens. If they play well these last six games, he's gonna be back. You know. Yep. Um, if they lose all six games, he'll be gone. If they lose five out of the six, it's going to depend how they lose games. You understand yep. what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. So we'll see, bud. We'll see, man. So Betcha, um, I hate to say it, but I think Betcha gets it no matter what. No matter yeah. what. I agree with you 100%. I, I couldn't agree more. I was going to say, but with pertaining to the Bears, before we get to the, I don't know, 90 Twitter questions, which you guys are awesome for sending. Thank you. Um, don't laugh, but can we do anything defensively against that team? And I, their offense is not good. Jerry, uh, it looks like Trubisky can play, but Trubisky's playing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, this offense hasn't been able to get out of its own way. You know, even guys like Charles Leno had two tackles. Leno and Massey who played really well for them last year. Yeah. Uh, they're playing okay this year. Right. Trubisky has regressed to where they're probably going to be looking for a quarterback right. in his draft. Right. Um. Um. You know, the Montgomery kid, the running back, he's a nice rookie. They thought they were going to get more out of him, but he's a nice little player. But they don't have real threats on the outside. Alan Robinson's their best receiver. Jerry, listen, I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth, in my mouth again because I said this in a Jet game. Right? They can't get out of their own way, and the Jets went out and scored 27 points. Right. Right? Right. At 295 yards of offense, so 300 yards, and, and they were averaging 230 going into that game. Yep. And Donald, the first two drives, Donald's marching them down the field. Right. So am I going to sit here and say, well, you know, we should be able to shut down this offense? Yeah, we should, Jerry, but will we? Probably not. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, this I'm, is going to be another check on the the, the, the firing of Betcha. If these guys get the ball, uh, you know, and march down the field on us right off the bat Sunday, I mean, come on. I you mean, it, I'm I'm starting Cohen, so that tells you my confidence in the giant defense this mm -hmm. week. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, from, well, from fantasy perspective, right? Well, Cohen had like twelve. He had like twelve catches on him last year at a backfield. Oh yeah, he'll have he'll have uh, he'll have a, the game of his life this week, right? So I'm sure he's good for eight or nine for you Sunday. You know, I mean, what? Who's covering him, right? Oh my God, please don't even start. You know, so, um, yeah, Jerry, this is a, this is a game where we should not give up more than honestly, we shouldn't give up more than seventeen points. Will, will we? They probably. You know, I'm sure we will. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. 
it's like it's a lot of people put it on Twitter, a lot of people talking about it, you know, among yeah. uh, among ourselves in the media. It's, this is a get right game, another get right game for another team. Yeah, another get right game. That's so true. We are the get right team this year. Oh man. Yeah, but that's embarrassing, dude. That's terrible. It's terrible. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. Hundred percent. Sick of it. We're the get right team for the Jets, who have now won two in a row. I know, I know, it was against Washington, all that. But now, are we going to be the get right team for the Bears now? I mean, you know. So. Probably. When you're in a, you know, not for nothing. Yes. But when you're Gettleman and Mara and Tish and all of them, and you're seeing that, hey, why the hell are we the get right team for these teams? Man, I, I tell you, man, I would be. I would be fuming, man. I really would if I was the ownership. Man. Yeah, and one of the comments Sharon made this this week, and I try not to pick oh, on him, but now he's uh, right. Yeah, see, there you go. Your reaction validates my reaction, right? The one we said we you know, somehow you win a game and then you win another, and it's like when when did you ever do that? You you win a game then lose four. You win a game lose seven. Like what, what, what are these streaks you're talking about? Good shit. The Redskins in the uh... oh, yeah, I guess so. He won two, two in a row. <laughs> Tampa and the Redskins. There you go. Uh, and since then, anyway. <laughs> and that, that, and oh, we just need to execute better. Like you really want to be like a wise guy and say, "Yeah, coach, but when? When are you going to execute better?" It's twenty-six games now. So uh, it's so bad. so sad. The state we'll of affairs right now. Listen, Joey, we yeah. got a young quarterback here that's yeah. really good, man. Right, and right. Saquon. Now uh, we got to get into Saquon a little bit too. Go One ahead. second. Let's do it. But we have a dynamic running back at Saquon. Uh, we got some young kids, Slaytons, and you know some young guys in defense. Let's see if they turn this and play much better last six games. That's that's what you got to hope for, Jerry. Right? Yeah, by the way, now, you me- yeah, I was gonna say you mentioned Saquon. I saw Chris Bizignano made a cameo in that shot. What do you mean by cameo? You said that. What does that mean? You're you're right in the uh, right in the camera. You're on the oh, right. Oh, I didn't right- see it, dude. I'm sorry. You're on, the, you're on the right hand side again. Okay, I didn't even see it to be honest yeah, with you, Jerry. Nice. Good stuff. Um, now speaking of Saquon, <clears throat> he made some comments to us the other day. That's the one you're referring to, obviously. Yeah. And his presser. And, you know, he talked about how he really wasn't having fun getting away from the things he wants to do and getting away from he always did his whole life and all that, you know. And he's like, well, you know, I need to get back to this. I need to get back to that and this and that. I don't know why. I, so I asked him, I said, well, why did you get away from that? You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and he, he, it's funny. It's like he just kept saying to me, he kept going, I really don't know. Did you hear him? He goes, yep, yep. I really don't know. And then I saw your tweet with like question marks afterwards. Like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, like, I really don't know. Uh, uh, so I got to be honest with you. Not that I'm worried about Saquon yet, but it, the way he was talking the other day, it was like, well, where's your head been then? You know? Do you think it's a, I think it's a schematic where they're making him get away from the things he does well? Because how, how many times does he just run straight up the middle now? Like last year, <laughs> he's breaking things wide, right? He's a completely different running back this year in style and everything. Yeah, I mean the injury is part of that too, and it's. But I, I put I put his was, answer I put his answer more towards scheme. Yeah, I think it was a little bit more towards scheme. Yeah, I think he's trying to be a little bit of a different runner than he, he is. Um, you know, I I put something out on Twitter. The other yeah, what day was the that stat? When you have put? a back like, yeah, I know it's ridiculous, right? No, forty nine, forty nine. Here I'm reading it. 49, forty-nine of Saquon's one hundred rush attempts have been yeah. inside in left guard to right guard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, basically inside, right? Yeah. I don't think that's really you want. I don't think you want Saquon rushing, you know, 50% of his rushes of inside. No. Uh, he, to me, I'll tell you what's going to happen, Jerry. When you get a real offensive mind in here, if you get a head coach, say they, say they fire Sherman, mm-hmm. 
and you get a real offensive mind. Like, say you bring a Shanahan-type guy in. Stefanski, say it. Or a Stefanski-type. Oh, you see what he's doing in Minnesota with Dalvin Cook. The point being, you're going to get a guy in here, Jerry, yeah. if he's an offensive mind, not a defensive guy, uh, and they hire, say, even if it's a defensive guy, he hires an offensive coordinator, yeah. they're going to say, all right, we got to we got to make this a zone stretch zone uh rush offensive line. Yep. We got to we got to pass block uh, uh, excuse me Jerry. We got to rush block on angles. We can't just rush we can't just go vertical the offensive lineman with Saquon. Right? Yep. And we got to get him outside these tackles more, man. So Chris, I, I mean yeah, I was going to say Chris how, how do you feel about using Saquon on wheel routes too? Yeah, you know, Saquon, somebody asked him about that, about, you know, how many times. He's like, oh, you know, I get my targets, and we have design plays. But a lot of times it doesn't work out and this and that. Yeah, there's a few, Jerry. He's been, you know, he's got 43 catches, whatever he has, 33 catches, whatever he has. Not as many as last year. But then he turned around and said, well, last year was a lot of checkdowns, and then you were getting on Eli for the checkdowns, hmm. you know. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about design routes, forward hmm. Routes, choice routes, right? Right. Wheels, you know, arrows, stuff like that. How about um, how about a well executed screen pass? Yeah, I, and they just can't. You know what? How oh. dangerous would Saquon be, Jerry, oh with the Cowboys with or a screen the, or pass? The, right? Or the Eagles or, or the, the Chiefs. Eagles and, right. Screen so. pass coaches. I mean, they mm-hmm. would love to have Saquon there. Now, Jerry, you know, I hate to be the guy that's always, you know, getting on coaches, but you see the way these guys can't kick out and execute a screen, and a lot of that is Hal Hunter. I'm yeah, sorry. I know. You've been saying that for two years. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, uh, do you, the screen game's a joke. They can't even get guys out to get to get out on the screen. Yep. So. Oh, uh, buddy. Well, you know, the good thing other is. Other than that, it looks good. Other yeah. than that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, but we're, <clears> all right, so. By the look, we got a lot of questions. We're going to get through a lot of them because we have to. We have a lot of time here, guys. It's just not going to be me and Chris just bitching and moaning about the Giants this week. So uh, we'll, we'll try to get through uh, most of them. But I, I think the uh, the theme is the, the fan base feels pretty much the same way we do. So um, yeah, it's not it's not bitching and moaning, man. It's saying it like it is. Right, right, exactly. exactly. You know, I mean, it, it's not like the Giants are eating too. We're bitching and moaning about Carolina. By the way, you know? by the way, you know what, dude? You know what else I noticed? In Betcher's uh, opening statement, like he's, you know, the president of the United States, he gave us a 10-minute opening monologue. He uh, he said the same, it must be the message carried down from Shermer to all the staff. Well, you know, the bye week is two weeks, but there's seven days of no football activity and you really can't make changes. It's like, was that the message that Shermer made sure that his assistants had as well? So that he was, <laughs> they were all protected by this. And like you said, meanwhile, Atlanta goes on by, they come back, they beat the saints and they beat them um, and Car- they smoke Carolina. But it just seemed like the, the message was well taken by Betcher um, mm-hmm. from, from Shermer. They basically said the same thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, listen, you know, that's, that's what, that's the answer they're going to give, you know? So what are you going to do, Jerry? You know, all right, buddy. They, they take the lead of the head coach. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, Rich Trackio at R Trackio. Do we just need to start now that next year will be another playoff less bust, regardless of what happens with this coaching and everything else? Signed, harried, and hopeless. I guess basically, no matter what happens, um, regardless, will next year kind of be uh, the same as this year? I, I don't know. I, I think, I think if you get a coach in here who um, can be creative, like Chris says all the time, uh, and can coach these guys up, and you have a lot of draft picks. I think next year can be a productive year. So, 
I'm not conceding anything next year. I'm tired of conceding seasons away. I just turned 45 on Monday or uh, Tuesday, rather. I am happy not, birthday, man. Monday, I don't know it was your birthday Tuesday. Was, was it Monday, the 19th? What the hell was the 19th? Tuesday. Happy birthday, man. Thank you. But like, I'm not conceding. I'm not conceding anymore. I, I'm done conceding seasons away now. You had you, you had me thinking last week, Chris, where you said I'm tired of rooting against other teams. You're right. You're right. You're 100 percent right. So there you go. Joey Z at Molten Centra 81. Why is it most games the Giants hang around for three quarters and the wheels fall off, burn, incinerate, and fall into the depths of the unknown in the fourth quarter? I mean, lately, Chris, do you think they're hanging around games now or what? <laughs> well, lately they've been falling way behind, coming back. <laughs> right. Right? Hanging around and then losing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Joey. So they, they, they seem to spot every team 14 points, no matter mm. what, <laughs> before the wheels fall off. So, well, right. the wheels fall off, then we put them back on, then they go flat. Right. <laughs> uh, Sean Allen at Spa 32 Blue. My faith in our O-line protecting DJ is very low. What adjustments can be made to slow down the Bears' D? Feels like it could be a very long day for DJ and the Giants' offense. Mm. The Bears have... <laughs> Sean. The Bears <laughs> have to be licking their chops going after Danny Fumbles. <laughs> Hashtag buffoon crew. Mm. Well, you know, the Bears, you know, I'm sure they are licking their chops in a way. So how do you help? you got to go a lot of 12 personnel, keep the two tight ends, send a couple of guys out. You're going to have to adjust, man. You know, hey, listen, you can't chip every play. You can't have a tight end or helping solo every play. You, but you have to do it, you know, whoever's, you know, either him or Remmers, whoever's getting lit up, especially, well, actually, you got to do whoever where Mac is. You know what I mean? Right. You're going to have to help out there a lot. You know, you can't do it every play, but you're going to have to help out a lot. And that that's all part of in-game adjustments. And speaking of know? tight end, Simonson's going to be, what, the starter this week, right? It's going to be Simons, Simonson and Kane Smith. Yeah. You know, so. Not very promising, right? I mean, Simons is a nice little guy, blocks, he's tough and all that, but I don't think the Bears are worried about any receiving, uh, you know, coming from that <coughs> position. They're not worried about Red Bank's finest. Nope. Uh, Big Blue VCR, Big Blue VCR, I asked this question in all sincere, sincerity. What exactly does Mike Shula do? <laughs> well, we've, we've covered this before. Yeah, he assists with the game plan during the week. Yeah. Tom at Tom Lap 66. Jerry, question. Jacksonville's playing the Titans this week. Should I take the Jags? I don't want Chris to bully me into making this pick. Please advise. Yeah, it's funny. Nice job, buddy. Uh, King of Mount Oblivious. Chomping at the bit for the pot all day, fellas. I just ran out. Bit to a cho- to chomp. Oh, a bit to chomp. Got it. Can't wait for the pot to drop. Expecting YouTube. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's not a question. Thanks. Yeah, dude. Sorry. Um, by the way, I'm somewhere on that Bizignano family tree. So I guess he's a Italian. King of Mountain Blue. So he's just Italian? sending us this? sending us nice things, and then he's saying he thinks he's related to you. His name's Tony. Okay, sorry. He said his name's Tony, by the way. All right. Yeah, Tony. All right. Let's get to a question here, guys. Marco Schaefer. 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 I would be interested in your assessment of our O-line. Is it really possible that we have no talent there for years? Yeah, man. I, I don't know. And it, it goes back to what we said before. You, you, Hal Hunter, the coaching staff... I don't know. Even Weston Richburg looks good, doesn't he? Justin Pugh's doing well. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. But, but seriously, just, Weston you know, looks good, you right? know, Gettleman's had two years, um, and the offensive line has not been. Uh, they started off pretty well this year, but then now they've gone in the tank. So, um, so far, Gettleman is not doing his job in rebuilding yeah. this offensive line, Jerry. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 100%. He went out, signed Solder, and he's been mediocre. 
Um, Hernandez has been okay. Um, and then, you know, they, they promoted basically Jalapio. And he went out and got Zyla's been all right. And Remus has been decent at the beginning. And he's been horrible the last three games. Don't forget Omami last year. And Omami last year. So you look at this offensive line, and offensive line has regressed big time the last three, four games, five games, whatever it's been. And, you know, Gettleman right now is not doing his job of right. rebuilding that line. He's giving it a shot, but he's not doing You know, Reese gave it a shot too, Jerry. Oh, that's the – Let's that, not forget that. The, 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 what people get wrong about Reese is they say he ignored the O-line. No, no he did not no. ignore it. He spent high draft picks on the O-line, yep. but he failed. They just won second contract guys. Right, right. Pew was a um, first-rounder. Richburg was a second-rounder. Right. Flowers was first. All right. So yeah, exactly right, Jerry. So now you got you know, Gettleman now two years in here, and he's addressing it, but they're not playing well. Right. He's not doing his job addressing the offense. Uh, excuse me, rebuilding the offensive line. But it does make me nervous that like Weston Richburg, they're very happy with him in San Francisco, right? They're happy with him. Yeah. Listen, he's not a pro bowler. He, he's all right. You know. I mean, listen, he'd be better than Halapio right now. But again, you know? right? He's all right. He's serviceable. He's average to above average. Yeah. And and with us, he was uh, pretty bad. Uh, Joey Z. He was all right. He was all right with us, too. Joey, you know? Joey Z is all over this timeline, answering questions, asking questions. Thanks, buddy. Rich Paisano, we kind of answered the one about um, Evan Ingram. Here we go. Patty F. with the heartbeat, the heartbeat of every Giants fan right now. Great question. Is it wrong? That I almost don't want to watch on Sunday. Why ruin a holiday week? Ugh, yet I will be watching. Uh, you are speaking for every Giants fan, Patty. Uh, no, it's not wrong, but you know, as well as I do, as well as the rest of us buffoons, you'll be in front of the TV watching and rooting. And no matter how much you say you don't care, you will care. And if the Giants have a chance to win it in the fourth quarter, you will be glued to the TV and telling your significant other, hang on, honey, not whatever, whatever you want to do, go out or whatever. You have to wait because Danny Dimes can bring us down the field. So, yeah, there it is. Uh, Dan Houseman at D House, hoping there's a new coach, but I have another issue with this team. How the hell are they this young, this bad, and only projected to be $60 million under the cap? Well, they're going to be more when they when they cut other guys, right? Like they can cut Jenkins, yeah. they can cut. Um, there's an Ogle tree. They can get to like eighty or almost ninety. Red Solder. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't even think him. Uh, Red Ellison. I mean, there's guys they're going to cut, Dan. That's going to get them to eighty or yeah. ninety million. So. Yeah, they should be. They should, before it's all said and done, they should be around eighty million. Yeah, and that's a lot of money to spend. Of course, mm -hmm. we're going to have to tie up ten million of it on Leonard Williams, but. Okay. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, you know that's coming. So, yeah. All right. Old school Giants at old underscore uh, at Giants underscore old. Sorry. Hey guys, love the podcast. What does Sherman need to do to keep his job? Well, he needs to win like four of six and have and beat the Eagles once. I don't know, man. I don't know what he can do at this point to keep his job. I mean, maybe maybe Chris and I are wrong. Maybe he maybe he can lose out and keep it. I don't think so. But to to really keep it, I I, I think he's got to show progress, significant progress. I, I, just I don't know, man. I, I I don't know if there's the right answer. He's got to beat the Eagles once. He's got to beat. He's got to win four of six. I would say, right? I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, we just talked about it. You know, he's gonna have to. They're gonna have to play really well and let's uh, play well last six games. Yeah. Maybe, you know, win a few games and the games they lose, look like a football team, not get embarrassed like they did against the Jets. Right. 
Okay, so it's going to depend how they lose, and tr- and throw in a few wins there. Yep. Like if they if they lose to Miami at home, Jerry. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know <laughs> come on. That's Which, great. Listen, with Fitzpatrick, don't think that's not you know. Oh, I think it's totally possible. Right. Don't think it's not possible. You know what I mean? Well, one hundred percent. Right. Okay. So <laughs> if they lose, if they lose to Miami, are you, are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, you know what, Jerry? <laughs> yeah. If they lose this week in Chicago, and how about you know upset the Packers the following week at home? Is that going to happen? No. But this is what we're talking about, you know. Yep. If you just go out there and lose five or six, and they're not playing really well, he's in trouble. Frank Seattle at Frank Seattle with Kingsbury in mind. Who is your number one creative offensive mind replacement for Shermer? Do you have one, Chris, or no? Kingsbury? What are you talking about? He's on, the, he's on Arizona. No, I guess because he that's, he's a good offensive mind. That's what he means. Oh, 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 you mean for next year? Yeah. Oh, I guess the Lincoln Riley's, you know, a guy like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but you got, you know, I got a little skeptical. I like Lincoln Riley, but he's also in the Big 12. Not, not many teams play defense either, so. But yeah, I can't really think. Of, I have to look. I look. I mentioned Stefanski. I like him. You know, I know. I have to think about some other ones. Yeah. Um. No, no clue. Big blue. He has it in cursive. I don't know how you do that on Twitter. I have concerns about our O line going into 2020. I want to keep Zeitler in hand as well. <laughs> you should. Yeah. So do we. For that reason, I want to see Gates over Remmers in the remainder of the games. This is a good point. I feel like Remmers is the backup at this point. What are your thoughts? Hashtag buffoon crew. I don't think it will happen, but I would I would like to see that as well, just to see what you have with Gates. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I I mentioned this. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned this. I said, why not Gates? Right. Play the kids. See what we got. Remus is healthy, all right. So if Gates is getting destroyed out there. You can put Remus in back in there. But you know he played pretty well against the Jets. Let's see what we got here. But but Sherm is coaching like it's you know like we're up like we're an eight and two squad. Yeah. You know put you put get put Gates in that left tackle for Solar. I don't. I wouldn't mind seeing that, right? No, I agree. Yes, at this yeah, point, try I mean, anything. Not for nothing, but you know, uh, he was asked out the other day, Sherman, man. Like you know, and somebody asked him about you know why not try Gates, you know? <laughs> and oh no, no, everybody's healthy. They're coming back. Okay, coach, whatever. <laughs> uh, Jerry, I just stand there. I just shake my head. Yeah, I really do. No, your response is classic. <laughs> okay, coach. Thanks. Whatever. Sorry, we brought it up. You know, we all at, you know, we all looked at each other like, okay, you know. You know, it's a bad sign when everyone in the media is agreeing with each other, right? You normally there's like different yeah. people, points of view, but man, yeah. everyone is in lockstep with this. Yeah, that's no, it's a lot of frustration, Jerry. Yeah, you know? wow. Uh, John F at NH underscore Giants. Chris's rant on the last podcast on why can't the Giants do that was classic. From what you both know of Mara. Any chance Mara watched the games last Sunday and wondered the same thing? Hashtag buffoon crew. Of course. Yeah. He's probably looking at the team going, what the hell are we got here? Why, why, why are we looking at other teams saying, why can't we do this? Why, what, why is our coaching staff unimaginative? I'm, I'm positive he is. Absolutely. I, I, I'll tell you one thing, Jerry. Even watching that Jets game again, again a couple of times. Yeah. Even Adam Gase was way more creative than Sherman. I mean, Gase was doing some things in some schemes against the Giants that he really didn't break out until against the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Even him. So Mara was watching that probably saying, oh, look at this. We got trips to the left. We got doubles to the left. We got doubles to the right. We got, you know what I mean? He's getting a tight end involved. Even he was probably like, well, why don't, why aren't we doing this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hate no, to say right. it. Hate yeah. to say it, bud. Because Gase is a buffoon. We all know that. But 
even Gase was showing things like you like you look at it like holy crap look at look at some of the things he's doing you know yeah um Pat Shermer even makes Adam Gase look like a Offensive whiz, huh? Not, not a genius, but just some of the things you know, that guy mentioned about you think Mara watches this, and sure he does, you know? Sure. Unbelievable. Uh, Christian Herrera, good question here. Hey, guys, love the podcast. Thank you for being passionate objective. You're welcome. Does Shermer get involved with the defense at all? Whether it's a yes or no, could you please give me some insight? P.S. I do hope the special teams coach gets a shot if Shermer gets launched. Hashtag I'll hang there up and go. listen. There you go. Who was that? Christian Herrera, very good. He good has job, great Christian. Very there's good a guy questions. that there's a guy that's really following the team. Yeah, yeah. Not about not somebody who acts like they're following the team. It's somebody who's actually following the team because he actually supports uh, Thomas McGahey getting an interview. Why? Because the special teams has been the best unit the last two years <laughs> by a mile. You know, and right. I'm around McGahey all the time, and I mentioned that about him, Jerry, and you and you backed me up at that 100. percent Yep. Um, because I like. McGahee, everything he approached, the way he approaches, because I'm around him all the time. I see him, right, you know? Right. Um, but that's a great point by that guy, Christian. I'm glad he mentioned that. And what was the first part of that question, Jerry? Well, it's a point that you brought up a couple years ago. And you said that when McAdoo was in camp, he would just swing his whistle around and walk around and look like an asshole. Oh, Oops, no. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Oh, oh my. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, Let's get sorry. But Shermer, you said, coaches everyone up. But how oh, he he is involved in the defense. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. Okay. No, I've seen him. I've seen him over with the defense plenty of times. Right. You know, now during the game, you know, supposedly he is in the year year of betcha a little bit. Um, if it is, then it's doing the headphones. It's 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 via headphones because I don't see him on a sideline talking to betcha up in his ear, right. wanting things done like you do, like you see some of these other guys do, like a Belichick and all that. I hate to bring up him again, but I'm just saying. You know, when Belichick wants something, he goes right over to McDaniels, right? Yeah. I want yes. this, and I don't see Sherman doing that. Now, matter of fact, I just see Sherman basically just standing on the sideline. Arms folded, yelling at refs. And he yells at refs a lot, yeah. That's what Coughlin did towards the end. He just yelled at the ref the whole game. It's all right. We lead the league for the last seven years in yelling at refs. Good stuff, guys. I mean, he's not as bad as Jason Garrow. He just stands there. Oh, he doesn't have any spits. emotion. And then he high-fives his uh, high well, fives yeah, the he air. Well, yeah, he's got the, you know, the play sheet and a, and a lower back, and he spits a lot. Other than that, you know, he's not as bad as that, Sherman, but. Could you imagine if we hired him? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. That's it. I would be done, buddy. All right. The Giant Insider shutting down. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like Airplane 2. Shut it down. Shut it all down. Yep. Uh, Lisa. Uh, is it me or is this a losing call? I'm just depressed by her question because, I, you know, Lisa's like she even sends out pictures of, of her wearing a shirt. Like, I'm pumped for Sunday. And then she, Lisa. she asked questions like this, and I'm just like, ah, oh, Lisa. So I feel so bad. Is it me or is this losing culture left us numb? Watching Giants games after a loss has become more normal than angry. I feel mm. I feel hiring a losing coach was such a bad move. <laughs> John Mara needs to fix this. Well, uh, he might, Lisa. Yeah. In the offseason, we'll see. I know, Lisa. It, it just leaves you numb, and you expect to lose now. It's a shame because, you know, you're, you know, we, we joke. But you're a good fan, and I'm, everybody on here is a good fan, and you know, we said it the other day. Everybody plans their Sundays around this stuff, and you deserve better. So, anyway. John Mara, if they do move on from Sharma, uh, John Mara, listen, Jerry, you know, that's all for the last two now. Mac is doing him. Got to get this one right. Uh, John, you know, you messed up two times in a row now. You got to look in the mirror and say, okay, what am I doing wrong when, I, when I'm searching for a head coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And you, you just wonder how much say he'll have or he'll leave it all to Gettleman, you know? I don't um, know. I don't well, know. I don't know, you know? I mean, if he, he loved McAdoo. John Mara loved McAdoo. That's, that's not a secret. And he brought him in as the OC to replace Gilbride, right? Like, he yep. kind of forced McAdoo on Coughlin. People, I don't know if people remember that. Yep. So, you know, I wonder if I'm John Mara. If I'm like, uh, maybe I'm gun-shy on this. You know what, guys? You start making the decisions around... I'm going to take off the next two years as far as major decisions go because uh, I don't know what he would do for the next coach or how much say he would have. So I'm sure he'd want to meet with him. But anyway, um, yeah, Oscar Nieves. Yeah, we, we do think Betcher goes no matter what. Um, tank. No, nobody tanks. No. All right, Javier Burgos, good follower at CT underscore Giants fan. Do you believe Gi- – do you believe Shermer's fair as a head coach is because he runs this team with an offensive coordinator mindset? No, because – and hashtag Buffoon Crew, good stuff, buddy. No, because Andy Reid does too. Doug Peterson does too. Like, they, they're offensive coaches. They leave the defense to other guys. In, in Reid's case, it's Spagnola now, and in Peterson's case, it's Schwartz. So, I don't – that doesn't matter, right? You, you, you don't care nah, the next yeah. coach is offensive or defensive-minded, right? Oh, I don't care. No, no, I um... – I'm always a defensive guy. I wouldn't mind seeing a defensive guy. But no, it doesn't bother me. You know? But um, as long as the guy gets in it and he knows how to manage a game, make adjustments, you know, don't lose a locker room, which Sherman hasn't, to his credit, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's all I'm looking for, buddy, you know. So. Yep, yep. Uh, Gibbo at Brett underscore Gibson. I think he's, oh, yeah, Australia. Hashtag Aussie buffoon crew. Good stuff, buddy. Nice. Um, he has two questions. I'll go with one because this is right to your heart, Chris. If, Ju- if Julian Love still isn't ready, oh. Valentine is a special teamer, and DeAndre Baker isn't studying, what rating do you give this rookie corner class? Also, would you have given? Uh, I don't understand the second part of that question. So, what would what would you give this rookie corner class? I mean, uh, see, I don't know. Well, uh, incomplete for love. I mean, all we could really go on is all, all we could go on is is Baker, and we gave him what a C minus, right? Whatever we gave him, maybe it was a D. A D, we gave, gave him a D. A C, yeah, whatever. So right you were the, you were you were the uh, you were grading on a curve. Yeah, um, yeah, the rookie curve for him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and Ballantyne's played a couple of games in the slot, so he's still you know let's I'm still looking you know to see what he could do you know yeah, because. Yeah. Uh, He's not a slot guy. He's a corner kid, and um, now he's in a slot. And Love, well, I guess we're going to see a little bit of him. Yeah. I, you're not going to believe this, dude, right? So <laughs> quickly about Love. No, take your time. Um, I asked somebody in the building this week about Love, and here's the answer I got. You ready? Yes. He's uh, not quite there yet. Well, <laughs> he, I said, oh. he must have gotten a four on the Wonderlick test. I mean, the uh, way they're describing this kid. I mean, come on. DeAndre Baker doesn't study. <laughs> he he doesn't run on the field. You, you understand? Like, that's the stuff that ah, that drives me nuts. Like, you have a, a starting mm-hmm. corner who doesn't give full effort, is not working hard in the background, and acts like he's Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. But Julian Love isn't ready? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You know, Sam Bill, Sam Bill is ready, right? He played a few snaps last game, didn't get on a Get, didn't get on a field for some unknown reason until Jackrabbit had a, got a concussion, right? Yeah. Uh, and now he's obviously ready for Sunday. I'm curious to see if Beal works his way in with Baker and, you know, with the snaps wise, you know? Yeah. Um, I thought we were going to see it against the Jets. We were told we were going to see it. Never did until Jackrabbit got hurt. Yeah, the most crucial part of the game he went in. 
Yeah, so, you know, guys, like, so Baker could, you know, half, you know what, effort and stay on the field, play after play, yeah. you know. No, don't get him out of there, coach. No, you don't want to hurt his feelings, <laughs> you know. Uh, and meanwhile, you have Beal ready, and now I want to see what they do. So, like, to me, I start Beal, dude. I'm like, Baker, sit down. I start Beal, and then Baker gets in, you know, not the whole game, but I want Beal started. Send a message. Give me a break. You know, right. so do something, make a shake up something and stop telling us Julian Love isn't mentally ready or isn't ready yet. No, you ready, Jerry? Oh. So I asked somebody, what are we doing with love this week? Uh, what are we doing with love? And here's the answer I got. Yeah, not quite there yet. That's unreal. <laughs> unreal. unreal. You can't make this up. It's unreal. It's okay. Sickening. It's, okay. He's not quite there. Sickening yet. response. Yeah. You know what's funny, Jerry? You know what's funny? I got that same buffoon answer about Corey Ballantyne. Um, when I was begging people in the building, uh, talking to people about get Haley out of there. He can't cover anybody. You know, and I kept getting that answer, Jay. Remember, remember I kept telling you? Well, Ballantyne's oh, not a nickel corner. Not a, nickel, no, you not, not a slot no, corner. No, 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 no. He's not mentally ready. But they also said he's not really a slot corner, though. Some people said that to you, too. Yeah. Um, he's not a slot kid, right. right. And I said, well, what are you talking about? He's not a slot. You make him a slot kid. Right? Yes. Um, so sure enough, all of a sudden Haley was out of there and Ballantyne was in the slot. <laughs> but the point being, I was getting those stupid answers then too about, oh, oh he was not mentally. For Ballantyne, it was, he's not mentally ready yet. Now love is just, he's not there yet. Okay. Oh, man. My God. Unbelievable. Giants, uh, this is funny. Giants carb crush asks a question, then Vito from The Sopranos answers. This is actually funny. Greetings. Vito from the Sopranos answers? He answered the question. <laughs> I'll, oh. I'll read it. I'll read it. Greetings, Jerry, Chris, and people of Earth. Not sure how I feel about this guy, but if Shermer was to be fired, do you think Greg Schiano would be on the Giants list of candidates? And how do you both feel about him? And then uh, Vito from the Sopranos, Joseph Ganascoli wrote crickets. <laughs> I guess because 10 hours later we didn't respond, but the question was for, uh, you know, the podcast. So uh, how do I feel about Schiano? I don't want him. Uh, and I don't think the Giants would want him either, I hope. Uh, he's a good recruiter. He was a good recruiter. The one thing he did at Rutgers, he put him on the map with recruiting. He kept a lot of Jersey kids. A lot, you know, mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of New Jersey schools are very good. St. Peter's Prep, Don Bosco, yeah. Bergen Catholic, you know, yep. all those in North Jersey. Kept a lot of those guys. But he wasn't a great coach. And he put it – when he came to, to Tampa and then he did that stupid – when the Giants were kneeling down, he still – um, that thought Coffin was gonna punch his face. And in? That, yeah. yeah, that was one time I like. I was like, oh man, I hope yeah. Coffin punches him. Uh, he yeah. just did some weird thing. He wanted to get rid of the extra point, and I, I just I'm not a Shiano fan. I don't know about you. No, Chris. get him, get him out of here, please. Right. right. Even even Belichick got rid of him. <laughs> right. And he makes everybody good coaches there, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, how about his son? How about Steve Belichick for defensive coordinator next year? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, it, I'm the, hearing a lot of good things. I, mean, I know these, it's have Bill. To be, these have to be the priorities that the Giants put out next I'm year. I'm just saying, I know it's Bill Belichick's defense all the time a lot, but it is his son. I'm hearing a lot of good things for players about his son. He, had, he, he had to learn something <laughs> under him all those oh, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? The Matt Patricia is like, all right, give me a break. But at least here's a guy, here's a young kid, here's a young man that's been around his dad his whole life, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Holdner at M Holdner. What are some of the improvements, changes you're looking at, looking for uh, coming off the bye we week? Talk, we talked about that. Hashtag buffoon crew. I would say, but I'd say the big one is the offensive line for me. Uh, 
let's see. There were a couple of draft questions, and I know it's early, but I'd like to get to them. I still, it's it's fine. We're, when you're two and eight, you can start asking draft questions. Um, let's see. <laughs> what drills can Giants do to improve Jones' pocket awareness? Angelo Pasolasco. I don't know. <laughs> Make him carry on a ball during lunch. I have no idea. <laughs> what drills can he do? I have. I don't have a clue. Mm. Uh, here we go. Peyton Combs at I underscore M underscore Peyton. You guys may have talked about this before, but is the rumor true that McAdoo wanted to trade up for Mahomes? Hashtag buffoon crew. Yep, McAdoo and Reese wanted to, and the Chiefs did. Absolutely 100% true. That is 1,000% true, actually. Uh, I'm trying to get to two more, and then we'll do our picks, which I broke even with last week. I was pretty psyched. Well, we, not last week, but the week before. We had four differences, and uh, there were two and two. Congratulations. <laughs> Jerk. Somebody asked a funny question. I, I, unfortunately for you, it's not break-even time, dude. There's only six games left. I know. You got to, like, be a plus three, plus Chris, four. Chris, I just want to put one win and then another win and then another, like Pat Shermer said. Oh, I got you. You want the arrow pointing up. I just want the arrow How pointing How about that, up. by the way? Excuse me. One second before you get this last question. Yeah. How about when Shermer told us this week about – well, yeah, I was always pointing up in a locker room. It's outside the locker room that you know, it wavers. Yeah, okay. We, no, Pat, actually, with your two and eight, you know, don't blame us for the arrow being pointing down, my man. Right. Exactly. Matthew Mazzucchetti, Jerry, what is your favorite candle you got from Yankee Candle last week? Hashtag the phone crew. I would have to go with the key lime pie myself. That was a nice smell. Um, the what? Key lime pie candle. <sighs> I look, I like during a game, I like the basement, the man cave to smell nice. So I like candles. Uh, let's see. See, that's part of the reason why we're 2 and 8 too, right there. It's bad. We, we got fans that want to smell nice during a game. That's part of it. You, you are part of the reason why we're 2 and 8. <laughs> I'm going to be minty fresh. Ziggler at Prime Slate. And here's here, Chris. Here's one for you. What do you think of Julian Love? <laughs> All right, I got nothing else. I, I can't find. Somebody yeah. said, are the Giants the only team without cheerleaders? I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, someone asked before. I can't find it, so I'm going to ask it. Um, I apologize for the person because it was a really good question. Chris, if, if Chase Young is there for us or a tackle that is a Jonathan Ogden type, mm. who would you go with? Chase Young. Really? Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah, me too. I just I didn't know if you would. Yep. Yeah. It'd be uh, tough, Jerry, but I, I would go with the big defensive impact difference maker. Oh, you know what? Let me ask one more. Sorry. And then we'll go to our picks. Chris McCumber um, at at MC Cumber C. Sorry. I'm, oh, at, I'm at McCumber. Sorry. I'm losing my mind. Question for tonight's pod. The Giants are at a pivotal point with a promising young quarterback and a potential Hall of Fame running back whose clock is ticking. At this juncture in time, with so many positions that need upgrading, wouldn't the Giants be better off wiping the entire slate clean by hiring a new forward-thinking modern GM versus just replacing the head coach? Well, that's a good question, Chris. Would they be better off getting so rid keep of... Sherm- keep Sherman and change Gettleman? No, he's saying wouldn't they be better off changing both? <laughs> well, well, one's going to be changed if, <laughs> if this keeps up. And, and Gettleman... Oh, listen... Um, I don't think you'll see that, Chris, but um, it's not a bad idea because I tell you, I personally think Gettleman deserves another year. But, yeah, I do too. Listen, but, the games are still won in the trenches. 
I guess I guess what Chris is going at there is that you know modern day thinking as far as don't worry about the trenches so much, right? Right, right. Um, I, I got to be so. honest with you, dude. There, there's one guy that they interviewed, and I see him on TV, and he's all over Twitter. And I don't, I don't think I've ever disagreed with one of his tweets. I just would love a guy like Lewis Riddick to come in here, man. I just, I, I think he is so oh. dialed into everything. He might, uh, yeah. I mean, he got an interview, right? He was one of the guys that are running, supposedly. Yep. So. Yeah. So, you know, the giant. I tell you, thing, I, to get back to Chris's question, Jerry. Yeah. One thing I definitely want to see in the next regime change. Yes. Um, which hopefully they turn this around. You don't see it, but you know you might see it because the way this team is heading, right? Mm. One, I do want to see a guy outside the box. I don't want to see anybody that worked here one time, right? You know, right. oh, he was here for you. You know, oh, this guy knows the Giants, so he knows the Giants way. Giant ties, giant that. ties. I don't want to see that crap. Giant ties. Yeah, I don't want to see that crap. I want a little, like a Lewis Reddick, like you just mentioned, Jerry. Somebody outside the box, please. Yep. Yeah, I agree. You know. Yeah. We don't need to consult former GMs of the Giants to get to figure out who we need, right? Uh, Stuff like that. I want a fresh guy that has no ties to the Giants organization whatsoever. The last time you know? we did that, it was pretty successful. Just saying. So, all right, pick time. I don't know, man. I got to start taking some chances here. I'm getting my butt kicked. I'm down 13 on the year. Still broke even last week. Was happy. But, um, you know, ties are for losers. So here we go. One o'clock, Dolphins at Browns. Browns. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I got to catch up. What? Yep, I'm going Dolphins. Yeah, Browns stink. I'm going with the Dolphins. They, they got the distraction from Miles Garrett now. Watch. Watch the Dolphins win. Don't don't make faces or say things like that. I got to catch up, dude. I got to I gotta go. I got to go out of the limit. Yeah, but you don't want to fall 22 behind. <laughs> <laughs> Lions got time, yeah, a little time. Yeah, Lions at Redskins. Lions. There you go. You want the Redskins? I'm gonna go upset. Redskins at home and an upset. There you go. I'm 0 and 2 already. Here we go. This is actually a tough one. Raiders at Jets. This is a tough one. Uh, it's supposed to be like a little rain too going on Sunday. I don't like West Coast teams at one o'clock starts. I agree. Um, yep. I'm not sold on the Raiders. I don't like the way they play against Cincinnati last week. I'm gonna go with the Jets making it three in a row. Good Raiders. I'm going Raiders. All right. Perfect. I. I I bullied you into that one, Chris, didn't I? No. How did you bully me in that one? I, I knew you were going to go Jets. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Panthers at Saints. Go ahead. Saints. I have to. Yeah. Oh, you make me go first. Smart move. Yeah, yeah. Saints. Uh, here's a good one. This is the game I'm going to be flipping back and forth from. Seahawks at Eagles. Mm. I like the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks just because I'm going to be rooting really hard for them. Why do you like the Eagles in that one? I just think it's like a do or die, uh, do or die game for them. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think Jeffrey. I think Jeffrey's going to be playing this one. Um, I just think the Eagles are going to come out in a close one. It's funny. I listened to Philly radio before, and they're killing the Eagles. That both tackles may not play. Lane Johnson and uh, well, Lane Johnson is out, and Peter He's, may not play too. Uh, yeah, he, he has been declared out. Yeah. Um, and I think the other backup may not play either. So, uh, well, Vitae? Yeah, I, they're not. I don't know if Vitae's playing or not. I don't know. Oh, really? Uh, that's I what they said. That. That's okay. what I heard on the radio. Right. But they're mentioning all the things that are wrong with the Eagles. And they're like, we still like the Eagles in this one, though. <laughs> it was just funny. Like, typical Philly. Like, uh, name everything wrong. And then, yeah, we, we're still confident, though. Why are you listening to that? I, because I, 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 I was on and I just wanted to hear about the enemy. That's all. 
Sounds like you're like a Closet Eagle fan. Yeah, that's it, dude. Closet Eagle. I love I don't Philly. know why. I mean, who the hell listens to the Eagle station? <laughs> Comes in a lot clearer than... Well, I mean, well, I put oh, on the fan. Oh, listen to this bull. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I put on the fan and I, I listen to non-Giant fans talk about how much the Giants suck. That That's not fun for me. So Not everybody talks about how Giants suck. Most of them on the fan do. Sure. At this time of night? Well, this is a schmoozer? Come on. Uh, oh, uh, ESPN Radio. Michael K, your boy Michael well, K. Listen to Christmas music, man. Your, Christmas music is on now. Your buddy Michael K. That's your boy. <laughs> yeah, the, the Yankee idolatry. That's your guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Follow the way. Buccaneers and Falcons. I've got to go to Atlanta for the third in a row, man. They're playing. Yeah, me too. I'll go with the Falcons. Um, sure? Yes. Broncos at Bills. Get Bills at home. Have yeah, to. I'll go with the Bills at home. Steelers at Bengals. Since he gets their first win of the year. Damn you. Oh. I'm Take got, Pittsburgh. The I chances are Pittsburgh's going to beat them. I have to now. I was going to say that. Yeah. Good for you. All right. Steelers. That's a safe. That's a safe. you got to get one. You'll probably get one up there. Steelers. I, I, this charity. The, the way you talk about it, it's like you're giving me charity. Like, oh, you'll get one. That's good. Yeah, nice, nice one. Uh, here we go. Four o'clock. Jacksonville at the Titans. I'll go first. Titans. You sure? Yes. I mean, Nick Foles is second game back. You sure you want to do that? Titans. Yes. Uh, all right. I'll go with the Titans too, but I think you should go with the Jaguars in this one. I'm going to go Titans. Fournette's good for 150 in this one. Um, here's a great game. Cowboys at Patriots, 425. Patriots. I'm going Cowboys. Closet, the closet cowboy fan. Yeah, that's that's right. Closet cowboy fan. Um, Who the eight, hell is the Eagle Station? Yeah. Eight o'clock Sunday night. Packers at 49ers. Packers. No, I go 49ers. That's easy. Cool. You could make up a lot of ground this or week. Or fall just off a cliff. And Monday night, <laughs> Ravens at Rams. I'll go Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Me too. Uh, you know what? No, I'm. Yeah, Ravens. Uh, last game, most important game of the week. <laughs> I used to say that and mean it. Uh, Giants at Chicago Bears, 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, you want to take it? Bears. I'm going to go with Bears. I think it's going to be close, though. I think the Giants cover. They're getting oh, six, uh, but I'm going to go with Bears on a, a frustrating game. Yeah, I, I think Bears are the close one. What, field goal at the, at the, at the final gun. Well, Eddie Pinheiro can't hit a field goal the last few games. He'll probably nail a 50-yarder to beat us. At least. At least. At least. Right. right. Uh, oh, buddy. Thanks for the therapy session. Um, anything else? No. No. Let's uh, let's see. Let's let's go into Chicago and get a win, man. Let's try to get some positivity going on around here. No? Chris, we get a win, and then we get another, and then we get another. We get streaks right. going now. Right. Two and eight. Then we'll be five right. and eight before you know it. Uh, Saquon's going to get 100 yards rushing Sunday. I hope so. I want to see him back to normal. Like, the things I'm looking for in this game, like I'm sure everyone else is, I want to see positive plays mm-hmm. from Daniel Jones, the offensive line protect him, and just Saquon kind of get back to normal. And, you and, ready? And Sterling Shepard come out safe, please. Yeah, please. Um, I'll make it two predictions. One, Saquon gets 100, and Corey Ballantin gets his first pick. Well, that's a good one. What What are the odds that Julian Love sees the field? <laughs> Ah, Jerry, please. Don't get me aggravated. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, everybody. If you want to order a subscription or a copy of The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magzer.com as well for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. 
Anything else, pal? No. Enjoy the game, man. And listen to the, you know, tell me how the Eagle stations make it out. I will be flipping back and forth. All right, guys, remember. No giant fan does that. Sun- Zero. <laughs> Sundays are giant days. It smells good in the basement. <laughs> this care. is the Eagle Station. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.